You're listening to the summary of the interview. For a link to the full-length episode, please check the description below. Welcome to another episode of Investing in Regenerative Agriculture, Investing as if the Planet Mattered, a podcast show where I talk to the pioneers in the regenerative food and agriculture space to learn more on how to put our money to work to regenerate soil, people, local communities and ecosystems while making an appropriate and fair return. Why my focus on soil and regeneration? Because so many of the pressing issues we face today have their roots in how we treat our land, grow our food and what we eat. And it's time that we as investors, big and small and consumers, start paying much more attention to the dirt slash soil underneath our feet. Before we get started, I've been recording these interviews next to my day job and I will definitely continue to do so and release about an episode a month. But at the same time, I would love to take this further, share more interviews. There are many more stories to share on investing in regenerative food and agriculture. More depth, improve the quality, maybe even doing some video series. So I started a Patreon community, which makes it easy to support creators like myself. If these podcasts have been of value to you, and if you have the means, I invite you to support me and make this happen. For more information, please find the link to my Patreon account in the description below. And now, without further ado, the interview. Enjoy! Today I'm joined by Armin, entrepreneur in food, co-founder of the Purpose Network and Impact Investor. Purpose Network helps companies to stay independent and mission-driven for the long term. They believe that by innovating the way companies are owned, financed and governed, companies become more successful in the long run and can benefit all of society. Steward-owned companies make a legally binding commitment to their employees and customers that the company is not a speculative good or commodity, but a group of people working for a purpose. This all sounds extremely interesting and very relevant for the regenerative food and agriculture sector. There was one particular moment uh, or one particular event that somehow pushed me uh, to think even more about it. That was actually an employee of mine. So I I founded also one company in the um, organic food sector and um, organic food for children. And my co-founder and I, we always told everybody, ourselves, our families, but also our employees, well, we're all getting up every morning to get children excited for good and healthy food. That's the reason, you know, that's why we're working here. And one day, one of um, the employees of, uh, of us came to us and said, wait a minute, is that actually true? Are we actually working for that purpose or aren't we actually working for you both? Because you can monetize it. You can sell it. You can pass it on to your children. They can monetize it, etc. Aren't we actually working for your wealth and that was kind of a provocative question but we realized legally um, she was right and so and i realized you know without intending it without wanting it i had set up um, a legal entity that would somehow serve my wealth. So that that somehow felt strange. And that's when I realized, oh, there's something wrong. I have to look for different ownership structures to somehow make sure that we can all work really for a purpose here and, um, and that I can remain a steward and don't become just a normal, you know, shareholder and in the future an absentee owner who just collects profits. two main principles that I became to believe um, that 
they are actually the core of really making sure that the company is steward owned as i call it or or, um, uh, you could also say self-owned and um so one thing that all of them make sure is the is self-governance so they all somehow make sure the majority of the voting rights the majority of the steering wheel basically of the company isn't a tradable commodity anymore so the steering wheel cannot be sold it cannot be passed on to children and the second principle besides the self-governance principle is the principle of purpose that all of these companies even big companies like bosch really adhere to Um, and that's yeah principle of purpose that basically says our entire endeavor our our company is there for a purpose and yes we need to make profits but profits are seen as a means to an end and not an end in itself and what does it mean concretely it means you are re- if you if you make profits of course you pay back investors or you're paying even a good return to investors but then the rest you are reinvesting you're donating and you are capping um, the upside for all stakeholders to make sure that the per- that there's enough money being reinvested and used for the purpose. We often talk about impact, but maybe leave it at that. And things change, companies change, interests change, personal situations change, and and maybe at some point we find ourselves in a in a position where there's an offer or a lot of money on the table, like in many cases, or like the organic food movement now is being threatened by that and it's very difficult to say no to that exactly. when there's a huge exactly. huge offer on the table but when there's a we maybe forgot to make the logical next step to actually make it a legal legally binding agreement to not change the mission and and unless you have that there are only very few people that say no to I don't know how many pensions and their children's pensions and who's to blame if somebody offers 200 million or 50 million or whatever the number is for your company that you and all your colleagues worked for so long. The problem is it goes to one family. I would say our human psyche is not built to resist to that kind of 100, 200 million um, offers. especially one industry is currently under attack and that's of course the industry you're also working in the organic food industry and agriculture industry with all the pioneers who really wanted to change the world and uh, now for years nobody was interested in their companies and now suddenly everybody becomes interested and wants to buy them and one good example there is organically grown company OGC um, in the US Portland Oregon that's the second largest uh, organic produce wholesaler in the US I think and uh, with well only 200 million in revenue and 200 employees they were founded as a co-op by farmers already 30 years ago and um, that's when they realized, oh, damn, you know, we are in a very dangerous situation around us. All of the, you know, organic pioneers are bought up by, you know, seven generations was bought up. Uh, you know, that Whole Foods was bought by Amazon, etc. We have to change something. And um, they looked around and said, OK, we want to actually set up something like steward ownership. And what they found is a very, very... Um, unknown uh, structure it's a perpetual purpose trust that means it's a trust that um, 
unlike all other trusts, doesn't have any beneficiaries, any natural persons as beneficiaries, but it has a purpose. In that case, it's organic agriculture as the purpose. And it's um, perpetual, so it doesn't end. And um, they set this up, and now the question was, how can we get the company in there? And that's when they needed uh, they needed financing and also a new kind of financing. They needed basically alternative buyout capital, uh, alternative private equity and uh, capital uh, in order to buy out some of the old investors. And that's when we went in there and we negotiated with them. Probably the most impactful would be to have a law that basically makes farmland steward-owned in that sense. So everything that I was talking about, companies now, that for land. They are not asking what I would call the power question. Because steward ownership is asking the power question, who has the power in our companies? Who has the power in organizations we're all spending most of our times in? Are these people who can buy the power? So is this money? Is the principle of money? Or are these people who just um, by chance uh, inherit the power? Is this the principle of blood? Or do we have another principle, a principle of purpose or stewardship that someone makes sure there are always um, people um, that are able and values aligned, um, able, ability and value relatives, so a different kind of family, so to, say, so to speak, um, that are getting the power there. And that's that deep power question just listen to the summary of the interview. For the full-length interview, please find the link in the description below. If you found the Investing in Regenerative Agriculture and Food podcast valuable, there are a few simple ways you can use to support it. Number one, rate and review the podcast on your podcast app. That's the best way for other listeners to find the podcast, and it only takes a few seconds. Number two, share this podcast on social media or email it to your friends and colleagues. Number three, if this podcast has been of value to you, and if you have the means, please join my Patreon community to help grow this platform and allow me to take it further. You can find all the details on patreon.com slash regenerative agriculture or in the description below. Thank you so much and see you at the next podcast.